Athletic Business Podcast. I'm Jason Scott. I'm Andy Berg. And today on the show, uh, we are uh, speaking with Elizabeth Fouts, the Power Systems Education Coordinator. Uh, Andy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Elizabeth has in store for us today? Sure. So this was actually from a webinar uh, that we did. This is the audio from a webinar that we did just prior to the holidays. And it was one that I wanted to return to just in case anybody missed it. I know a lot of times those weeks leading up to a holiday can uh, get crazy and maybe you didn't have time to, to watch a, a webinar. So um, we're going to feature this uh, webinar from Power Systems. And it's a really great look at sort of um, how the pandemic has led to a uh, shortage of uh, fitness uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth who is the education court, as you said, the education coordinator for power systems offers some really interesting information on the true impact of the pandemic on the fitness equipment industry and how it could affect um, our listeners, 2021 facility plans. Um, You can determine key updates to planning strategies that'll keep your project budget and timeline on track during an equipment shortage, whole host of other information. um, But I think it's a good listen, uh, people you know don't want to tune in and watch the webinar they can get the audio right here all right well uh we'll get right to uh to that webinar uh the audio from that uh right after a quick break ab show is the only event that hosts athletics fitness and recreation manufacturers all on one show floor giving you access to a wide variety of exhibitors who have everything you need to effectively manage and equip your programs and facilities learn more and register at abshow.com Welcome everyone uh, to today's webinar. My name is Andy Berg. I'm uh, executive editor of Athletic Business. Um, today's webinar is Shift to Succeed, Tips to Navigate the Global Fitness Equipment Shortage. So if you are an operator of a facility and you've been having a hard time getting your hands on uh, fitness equipment, uh, we have help on the way. Um, today's presenter is Elizabeth Fouts. She is the Education Coordinator for Power Systems. Elizabeth holds a Bachelor's Degree of Science in Education and Exercise Science and has served the fitness industry for over 15 years. She has a variety of industry experience from personal training and group fitness instruction to health club membership sales and fitness management. Since joining Team Power Systems, Elizabeth has produced and co-authored educational content for live and virtual training sessions, for the Power System staff and their industry partnership organizations across the United States. Elizabeth, welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited to be here today. Um, Hi, everybody. Thank you for attending the webinar today. I'm sure that you have attended more webinars and Zoom meetings in the past year than you have in your whole life. So I really do appreciate you uh, being here today. Um, like he said, Andy said, my name is Elizabeth. I'm the education coordinator for Power Systems, and I'm talking to you today from our headquarters in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I've spent the majority of my life here in Tennessee, so any hint of a southern accent that you hear is 100% organic and homegrown. So, um, you know, all attempts of jokes aside, I'm happy to join you all today. You know, the goal of this session is to give you an update on the state of the fitness industry from the supplier's perspective um, regarding the fitness equipment shortage that we're experiencing kind of at a global level as a result of the pandemic. And so while I'm speaking to you on behalf of Power Systems, 
the lack of availability of fitness equipment is across the board. All equipment companies and consumers in every country are experiencing the same level of demand and are finding it in short supply. So the goal of this session from Power Systems, again, is for you to leave this session empowered with some information to successfully navigate the shortage with any equipment supplier and still execute on plans and projects in the coming year. So there are kind of four key discussion points that we're going to talk about today. Uh, first, we're going to take a look at some of the contributing factors and a timeline of how we got here, again, from the equipment supplier's perspective. Um, we're going to examine the true impact of the pandemic on the equipment industry and how it could affect your plans for 2021. Next up, we're going to, or I'm going to suggest some key updates that you can implement into your planning strategies that will help keep your project and your budget and your timeline all on track during the equipment shortage. I'm also going to cover some of the programs and resources that Power Systems has available to help kind of secure your equipment needs during this time. And lastly, I'm going to show you how we can work together to get the equipment matched to your online training programs into the hands of your community to use you know, at home uh, for any of your virtual or online workouts that you might be holding. So you know, first up, let's get started with a more detailed look as to how we got here. So first, I kind of want to go over some numbers that had a major impact on the fitness equipment demand increase. So specifically, the number of people that were unable to access their fitness facilities as a result of the mandated global shutdown. So at the end of 2019, just before the pandemic, kind of began, there are 184 million people who had memberships at over 200,000 health and fitness facilities across the world. So 184 million people all over the world working out in gyms, in health clubs, in studios, not working out at home. The United States alone makes up about 35% of that number. So about 64 million people or 20% of Americans reported being a member of a health club or studio at the end of 2019. So keep those numbers in mind because we're going to go back to them. So we're going to spend some time here. In January of this year, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic began. And at the same time in January, and not just this past January, but every January, the same time consumer fitness retailers, you know, your local sporting goods stores, fitness equipment, um, you know, Walmart, Target, even Amazon, they're all low on their fitness equipment stock because they have just experienced their annual kind of New Year's resolution purchasing spike of home gym equipment. And so these consumer fitness retailers are entering a low inventory time of the year in January because they aren't scheduled to start aggressively restocking this type of equipment for another nine months when the demand begins to increase again. So that's where we're at in January. It's also widely known that many consumers goods sold in the United States and all over the world are manufactured in the country of China. Their economy is heavily fueled by the manufacturing of electronics and textiles and fitness equipment, et cetera. So each year at the beginning, I'm sorry, the end of January and beginning of February, the country will celebrate one of their widely observed national holidays, which is the Chinese New Year. And so official celebrations for that last for a week. And in a lot of cases, particularly in manufacturing, they will shut down for two weeks for this, this time frame. I joke that we kind of in America shut down between Christmas and New Year's, like those few dates between Christmas and New Year's when no one knows what day it is or where it's at. That's kind of our shutdown period here. But they shut down at the end of January, beginning of February. So under normal circumstances, 
um, manufacturing would have resumed in China around February 10th. But this year in 2020, it was delayed for an additional two weeks in many cases due to the pandemic. Um, the manufacturing industry was trying to get everything cleaned up and get the, the screening in place for people to come back to work safely. So a lot of the Chinese manufacturing industry, not just for fitness equipment, but for everything from, again, electronics, textiles, everything was closed for nearly a month. So when they returned, the factories were coming into a situation in which they were already behind due to a demand that would only continue to grow rapidly in the coming months. And so by March of this year, 64 million Americans, 184 million people all over the world that we talked about on the previous slide, they were denied access to their fitness facilities due to the mandated closures. So during this time, there was a 500% increase in online search for home gym equipment. And again, local sporting goods stores, they were already low on stock. They went out of stock quickly. Even Amazon, they all went out of stock quickly because their inventory levels were still low from January. They weren't going to be restocking that to a little bit later in the year. And then the 184 million people over the world that couldn't go to the gym started looking for and searching out familiar equipment brands that they recognized from their gyms. So that's when they started searching for equipment that your clubs and facilities have been purchasing for years. And that's when 64 million Americans and 184 million people everywhere kind of got in line with you in the rest of the commercial fitness industry for equipment. So over the next few weeks and months, equipment continued to increase the demand for equipment to continue to increase and shelter in place orders, you know, kind of fanned out and started in different timelines. And they also extended further past what we expected them to in many cases. And by May of this year, that's when your fitness equipment providers were receiving first notifications of extended production and shipping lead times due to high demand. So, you know, this time last year, Anytime last year, you could call up your equipment supplier with an order and depending on the contents and the size of the order, it could be delivered to you as soon as the same week or in up to three to four weeks. If it was a custom order, a custom color or logo, maybe it was six to eight weeks. But now if you call up any fitness distributor anywhere in the world, they're likely to give you an estimated timeline for delivery for up to six months in some cases, again, based on the equipment type and the quantity. Um, as of November, so just a month ago, the availability of fitness equipment is still a challenge everywhere. The demand is still high and we're about to re-enter that time of year in which people start to make their wish list. I mean, we're not re-entering. We're already here. People make their wish list. People are either still trying to get their hands on some free weights because um, they couldn't get them this summer to work out with at home or they have been working out at home in their home gym and they want to expand their home gym because they've been working out with the same kettlebell or the same, you know, dumbbell weight ranges that they have been working out with all year and they want more things. Um, also at this point, in addition to the high demand for equipment manufacturers, a lot of the raw materials to build and construct the equipment is also in short supply, not only due to increased production, but also due to the fact that um, a lot of the raw materials are being prioritized um, and going to support the medical industry for any, you know, additional equipment and PPE. And lastly, you know, lead times have nearly almost tripled at this point for some things due to the heavy traffic and congestion that's happening at the U.S. shipyards in preparation for the holiday buying season. So 
um, you know, this timeline explanation from the kind of equipment supplier standpoint as to why we're still experiencing a shortage of fitness equipment, kind of at that global level, we are expecting that shortage to in extend into next year pretty far. And I know that seems like a lot of bad news, but the good news is that's only half the reason that I'm here to talk to you today. So the other half of the reason I'm here to talk to you today is to give you some tips on how to navigate kind of this equipment shortage so that going into next year, you're prepared to update your planning strategies surrounding anything that would require fitness equipment, even though, you know, some of your plans might be uncertain at this point, you're not really sure where you're going to go, but just being informed with the information so that when you are ready to step into some planning, you're prepared and you know that, um, you know, even though it seems like in a lot of areas, things might be reaching a new normal. There's still going to be some shortages of equipment, perhaps, that you um, might need to factor into whenever you pick up your plans and move forward. Um, anything that relies on either a certain piece of equipment or category equipment or products, all of these projects can still happen. We can get the equipment to you. We just start to have we have to start having conversations sooner than we've had before. So let me talk to you a little bit about what I mean by that. So if we take a look at a generic project timeline for a grand opening, perhaps just as an example, usually about a year out, the project is approved and you're looking for a property to either start um, building or scouting available locations uh, to lease. And then nine months out, you know, you've got your blueprints and your floor plan approved and your construction team begins. And so traditionally at this time, when your floor plan is approved, you can start to place your initial equipment orders for like the large scale equipment, your bikes, your treadmills, your selectorized weight machines that take up a large footprint on your floor. Six months out, marketing, advertising kind of starts and ramping up. Um, you start to maybe get some new inaugural memberships, recruitment. Uh, three months out, this is when you start, you know, kind of hiring your folks and you start to put together your programming list for classes and such. And that's typically when you would order, you know, smaller equipment or accessories that can be carried kind of throughout the facility, your medicine balls and your bands and your jump ropes and your dumbbells and your free weights. And then a month out, you know, you are you know, finalizing all your inspections, you're doing your new hire training, you're getting ready to grand open. So in a pre-COVID world, this project timeline works really well. The equipment that you need would be available to you if you ordered it two to three months out. However, in our new normal, at least for the next year or so, while the supply chain is adapting to catch up, the best piece of advice that we as suppliers can give to our customers is to just start the conversation earlier if possible, you know, six to nine months out from your launch date, if possible. We understand that your needs might change. We even understand that your plans might be uncertain, but if you can just give us an equipment, you know, forecast, let us know what you need, let us know what you're looking at. We can go ahead, we can get it on order. We can put you in line to get what you need when you need it, because the sooner that we have these conversations, the better. The equipment's there. It's it's available to get manufactured and made. It's just taking a bit longer. So in that respect, I would just encourage you to develop a great relationship with your equipment suppliers, whomever they are. If you've only been ordering through a portal or, you know, with a PO through emails, you know, see if you can schedule a call with whoever your representative is. I can't speak for every supplier, but I know at Power Systems, 
our sales team, we really enjoy talking to customers. I mean, we also miss you guys. We haven't been able to travel this year and see everybody in person like we usually do. So we haven't been able to get as many updates on what's been going on with you guys and how we can help. So we really do like speaking to you, new customers, existing customers, and just seeing, you know, what we can do to help and support. Um, so call us, please tell us what your needs are. We can get it down, ordered, give you updates. As it, and, and we don't just get updates that are delays. Sometimes we get good news updates that things are moving sooner than forecasted. So we can stay in touch with you and we can keep you posted so that you can relay the message to all of the, you know, to your team and plan accordingly. Another thing that you can do is thinking about kind of phasing your project, whatever that project may be, and separating it into phases that align with your equipment availability and when it will be delivered. So I'll preface this, I will preface this again by saying that, you know, this particular example is really only made possible by having an open line of communication with who, all of your equipment providers to get an understanding of the timeline in which things are going to be available when they can be delivered. So again, looking at a grand opening as an example, we will kind of look at what a phased approach would look like. So if you're going to open a large facility like this, perhaps you start with the areas featuring the equipment that will arrive first. So for example, if in talks with your equipment provider, you find out that you know, you're going to have the majority of the equipment available for your group fitness studio, um, you know, for your normal grand opening time. So your medicine balls and your steps and your stability balls and resistance bands and pump sets, mats, you're going to have that kind of stuff, accessories that you can maybe grand open and do like a group fitness schedule with uh, personal training, small group training. Um, and then you can allow open workouts for members who want to work out with these accessories when classes aren't going on. And then you begin to kind of phase the grand opening of your facility or different areas of your facility based on the delivery schedule of your outstanding equipment in the order. Uh, so, again, you maybe start with studio and small group training. And then, you know, two weeks after that, your cardio equipment is scheduled to arrive. So then you can open, you know, your cardio deck, your cardio theater, or you can start implementing cardio pieces into your group fitness at that point. And then maybe, you know, four weeks after that, that's when you know that all your selectorized machines are going to be available and delivered. And then maybe six weeks after that, that's when you're going to have, you know, your full free weight floor available to you, dumbbells, um, plate weights, barbells, racks, all those things. So by opening either, you know, your facility as equipment becomes available, you can still keep many aspects of your planning on track as long as you are super transparent with your staff and your members about why you're phasing the access to the equipment in this way. They'll appreciate the transparency. They will understand because they know equipment is hard to get a hold of. They've been having a hard time getting equipment for themselves to use at home all year. So they get it. So just keep in mind that this phase approach, again, can be applied to a lot of different scenarios and projects, not just grand openings. But you can apply this, you know, if you were going to launch new fitness programs and new fitness programs that were a lot relying on, you know, a certain category of products, you know, having that conversation with your supplier and saying, OK, you know, we need you know, free weights and kettlebells and, you know, all of these things, you know, is there a way that we can get some of that sooner than later? Is all of it back ordered? You know, trying to figure out how you might adapt that program launch to fit the model of when things are going to come. That way you don't have to push everything back and wait for everything to come at once. So it's still very possible to keep things moving forward by just shifting and adapting a little bit.
At Power Systems, we also know that the industry is facing a series of concerns, not just centered around equipment, obviously, but involving income and budgeting and you know, implementing digital fitness solutions quickly to kind of maintain and serve your customer base that can't come into your facilities right now or they're hesitant to come back into your facilities at this time. So we do have several different options available that we can offer the industry to help during this time. So in launch, um, I'm sorry, in June of 2020, we launched our bounce back program specifically to offer services and support as we kind of strive toward a new normal. Um, we offered five services that will help support the health and fitness industry at every level. So from consumer to commercial fitness facility, there's something here for everybody. So I'll briefly touch on each of these, but spend most time in detail on two of our most popular programs, which are the inventory reservation program and the equipment for members at home program. So first up, this is our short term financing program. If we have the equipment that you need in stock and you need it for something that's happening in early 2021, um, a new fitness program launch, like I talked about. Um, this is a really good option because you can order the equipment now and then you can pay for it in 30 days when you've had a little bit more time to experience some return on your investment. The application process is really simple. It's just a one page form. You fill it out online and the minimum order total for this is five hundred dollars. Um, so this is one option that we offer. We also offer a long term finance option it starts at 12 months. It can extend longer if needed. The 0% interest does apply to the 12 month option. Um, again, same quick application process online. The minimum order total for the long term financing is $2,500. So again, we understand that a lot of fitness facilities have experienced significant shutdowns and reduction in budget and staffing, particularly those that are corporately or franchise owned, even independently owned gyms and studios. So we want to make sure that we're here to support you by you know, still getting you some equipment that you need as soon as possible to either reopen or just generate some excitement in the facilities while providing peace of mind to pay once the income and expense kind of begin to balance itself back out over time. One of our most popular programs is inventory reservation. So we've actually offered this to customers for a while now, but more and more customers are starting to take advantage of it because of a sh equipment shortage that's happening. So this program allows you to secure the equipment in the quantities that you need. So um, the first thing that you would do is that you would contact a power systems national accounts team member, let them know what your plans are, your timeline, your budget, and then you can give us a list of what your equipment forecast is or with the details and the types and the quantities of equipment needed and how it might be phased based on the project. So for example, if you were going to launch a series of outdoor fitness classes, that would maybe start in March and then you were going to double it and offer twice as many classes in the summer. And these outdoor classes require a specific set of equipment. You could send us the list. We can get the equipment on order to make sure that come March you have what you need in the quantities that you need for the spring and then phase the next order to be ready for the summer classes. That way you don't feel like you have to be so concerned about equipment shortage that you need to order all of the equipment up front that you don't need for both spring and summer at the same time. And maybe you don't have a place to put it and all of that stuff. So that's just one example. But just again, call us, talk us through it. We'll see what we can do to help to get that and keep that on track for you. So once you we talk through the equipment, you can make um, secure it with a deposit and then we can go ahead and get it on order and then it's reserved for you. So that means when it does arrive at Power Systems, it's not going to go onto our in inventory shelves to be sold. It's held in reserve and then it's delivered to you. 
Um, we make sure to share any updates on manufacturing or shipping lead times that are, you know, um, as they change. And this is a really great program if you've got a large scale equipment order or to support a single or a series of grand openings over time or fitness program launches, et cetera. The next one, we can help you out with space planning and facility design. You know, pre-pandemic, most of these services were applied to facility design projects, something that was grand opening or maybe a renovation. And, you know, we can work with you on how to lay out a floor plan and, and take the schematics of your facility and your list of equipment and figure out kind of how to place it on the floor and, you know, go through, provide the 3D renderings of what it would look like. So if you're not sure how much equipment will fit in the space, you can really get a good idea and share that with any stakeholders um, that are in, along in the process. However, at this point, you know, we also see that a lot of customers want some help on how to update their floor plan to allow for proper social distancing. So we can also kind of help you in that way to kind of make the most of your space that we have available. And then lastly, equipment for members at home. This is our most recently launched support initiative, and it was designed to meet a unique and specific need kind of born out of the pandemic. So a lot of fitness facilities, again, they found themselves scrambling to get their training and program options available online, either on their existing platforms or using you know, streaming applications. And while that was a major objective for member retention during this time, an obstacle to overcome of course, was the availability of fitness equipment that matched programs. And so, you know, while body weight training is always available and it's always adaptable, again, as the lockdowns extended from weeks to months, it became important for programs and the participants to maybe add variety best they can with whatever equipment that they could get. And so this program allows a facility to, you know, come in, we we create a web page together. We feature your logo and your branding along with any program names or specifics. And then again, you would provide us a list of products that match your online program. So this really provides a better shopping experience by narrowing the field from, you know, over 3,500 products that, you know, a supplier offers to like a curated equipment selection of your choice. And now you can provide access to the same commercial grade fitness equipment that they would have access to in your facilities um, in the recommended resistance levels and weight ranges that match your programs all for a discounted price. Finally, in our discussion topics, it's really just going to offer a more specific example of what the equipment for members at home program could look like and how we created this program actually using feedback from a series of customer support surveys. So, in May of this year, we sent out a series of surveys to different customer segments to kind of find out how we could provide more specific assistance during this time that was really unique and unprecedented. And so we asked our fitness consumers. So this would be a group that's mostly comprised of the people that um, would have some sort of membership to a fitness facility. So your members, we asked, you know, hey, if your gym offered online discounts for fitness equipment, how likely are you to use that discount to purchase equipment for home workouts? And the results, as you can see, the majority, 80% of the respondents were likely to take advantage of that kind of opportunity. And we saw this as kind of a twofold win-win, both to assist the fitness consumer that's kind of restricted to exercise at home for the time being, but also a useful information and tip for our commercial health club and commercial fitness facilities 
because during a time when these facilities are doing all they can to retain members and get their programming available online, now they can come to their members and say, hey, we've worked together with our fitness equipment provider. They're going to give you a discount um, because you're a member exclusive discount and we're going to give you access to this, this program and you know we're going to give you access to get this equipment that's featured for a discount. So that was a kind of a win-win that we wanted to share with um, with both again the consumers and with the um, commercial health club and fitness facility industry. And the next question that we wanted to know was like, okay, well if you're likely to use this discount to buy equipment, what kind of stuff would you buy? You know, and so what are you most interested in adding um, to your home gym with a discount? The top 10 results were here. Obviously, kettlebells and dumbbells up there quick. But, you know, resistance bands and tubes, we sold a lot of these during this time. We actually one of our customers had a tremendous amount of success launching some online programming with just resistance bands and tubes. They are adaptable. They are affordable. They are portable. And, you know, they were um, a great way to kind of add an intensity level, you know, which is such a simple thing. So again, it can be a really great way to show your members that you support them, um, you know, either exercising fully or partially at home. Um, and, you know, it's a really great way to just kind of stay involved and let them know that, that you're here for them and that you want to help them continue healthy habits at home, especially if they can't come in, even though that I'm sure they want to. A more specific, a specific example of the process. So here is a curated selection of products that was chosen. We worked with Wake Forest Campus Recreation and they selected a variety of, again, lightweight, portable, affordable, extremely versatile products that are featured in programs that were online, offered online. And so this is kind of an example of what that um, landing page looked like for their shopping experience. Again, it was pared down to specifics. They didn't have to, you know, wander through the website and you know look through everything and and search to find what they needed and then we also created a flyer that we made for them to you know kind of post on campus and um, in dorms or other common areas and the flyer was emailed out to the students and faculty for additional visibility of the partnership and the equipment discounts and details so that's just one example of kind of what that equipment for members at home program can look like and how it can support your online programming um, if you're going to be offering that into the next year, um, you know, wrapping things up here today, I will just say that with a little bit of shift in planning timelines, with additional communication with your equipment providers, you can still execute on your plans for next year. And I realize that at this point, you know, major projects and plans for next year might still be uncertain or on hold for the moment, which is certainly understandable and expected. But we want you to know that we're here to support you and the members of your facility and your communities. We do anticipate that the fitness equipment shortage on a global scale, particularly the accessibility of you know, specific items, is likely going to be a challenge well into next year. So the latest update that I actually just learned this morning is that you know, in, in anticipation of the holiday season, so many companies in every industry have you know such large orders coming in over the past six to nine weeks you know in preparation for the holidays and for the uptick on the online ordering and so our ports or shipping ports as i stated earlier they're so congested with shipping containers and delays and now what's happening is that the containers are being held up so long in line that they're not returning to the suppliers to refill 
on a regular schedule. So in every industry, not just fitness, but there could potentially be product ready to ship out, but there aren't, there's a shortage on containers to get it here. So again, I implore you, just reach out to your fitness providers, whomever they may be, however many of them may be, and just kind of start the conversation. Let them know, hey, I get that it sounds like certain equipment is going to be um, hard to come by and have extended lead times and that we just want to get a better idea of what that looks like and how that involves what projects that you have for the coming year so that everybody can kind of be best prepared. Um, and that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to the recording of the webinar, you can get more information or ask questions at the webpage link that's listed right here. Um, for those of you who are listening live today, if you guys have any questions, I'd be free to, to answer those. Yeah, great uh, information, Elizabeth. Um, one point uh, for everybody that's listening, this this presentation will be available um, as an archive later, so you can watch it at any time, share it with your staff. Um, one question for you, Elizabeth. Um, what are some of the products that maybe have the most necessitate the most lead times in terms of ordering well okay so the mostly we're looking at dumbbells we're looking at plate weights um barbells so a lot of your kind of freeway area stuff is got um kind of the longest lead times and the highest demand um smaller kettlebells kind of kind of fall in that area as well but those are kind of the the ones with the longest lead times as of right now okay all right and if someone wanted to take advantage of the equipment uh, for members from a home program, uh, what would the next steps be to engage with that? Sure. All you got to do, um, you can um, contact Power Systems. You can, like I said, there, there's a link on the screen here that you can use um, to fill out a form for us to contact you, or you can email me. My emails are right there on the screen right now. You can email me and I'll get you in touch with somebody um, if you want to get that set up to kind of kind of get some programming match. I'm sorry, equipment match with some programming that you might be offering online coming up in January or something. Okay, great. Um, and one more kind of specific situation. At this point, let's say at a facility it isn't planning to re revisit any major projects until August 2021. Do you believe that the fitness equipment shortage will still be a major factor at that time? I mean, I do, I do think that um, in August of next year, I do, th I do think that we're still going to be trying to catch up. I don't know if I'm hopefully, you know, the next six months, things will kind of level out a little bit. We'll get over the holiday season and we'll continue to level out. But I do expect it to still be a factor. Um, and even like I said, even though, again, projects might be like, hey, we're not even going to pick up any discussion of a project until six months into the year or whatever. Totally fine. Um, I still think that you should probably work on having the conversation sooner than later with all of your fitness suppliers, not just for accessories, but even for the big stuff, the, the treadmills and ellipticals, because, you know, some people, you know, they want to, um, you know, they want to do their annual equipment updates and stuff like that. And maybe they can't do them right now, but like, hey, maybe in six months we can do them, you know, Call Life Fitness, call Hammer, um, you know, Precore, whoever you're getting your equipment from, and say, hey, what, what's what's the timeline looking like? Because if we know that we want to try to get, you know, we're telling everybody it's going to be here in in June. How possible is that? Um, sure. So I get, I, I just just have the conversation sooner. Even if you think it's premature, it's not. Just take the temperature and see kind of what it's looking like, um, just so you're prepared and everybody's prepared. Sure. 
Yeah. So mm -hmm. that sounds like the key takeaway is that planning is of the essence right now. Yeah. Planning's of the essence. And like I said, even if you don't know all the details, if you don't have all the details, um, you know, a rough idea of equipment that you would want or even just kind of saying, hey, I'm going to schedule a, a, a monthly or a quarterly call with my equipment suppliers just to get an update, you know, and just kind of yeah. have that on a on a, you know, a reoccurring thing to just say, hey, how's it how's it looking on dumbbells these days? Sure. Um, sure. Just to like I said, just to be prepared in that way, you know, it when when you do get the green light to, to start your projects um, up. You know, you, you're like, OK, well, they said we can start, but, you know, setting a realistic timeline of, you know, I talk to my supplier every month and this is where we're at right now in terms of lead time. Sure. All right. Great. Um, well, I think that's all we have today. Um, Elizabeth, thank you so much. Um, mm -hmm. And thank you to Power Systems for sponsoring today's presentation. Again, if anybody wants to watch uh, or, you know, to get a chance to catch everything, um, it will be available online later. Um, and that's about it. Thank you to everyone for joining us today. Thank you, guys. And we're back. Um, hope everybody got some good information from that. If you are scrambling to figure out uh, how to uh, stock up your facility with fitness equipment in the coming year, um, just a couple of housekeeping items. Jason, I don't know if you want to go ahead and touch on those. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first bit of housekeeping, uh, I think we mentioned this last episode, is that uh, the uh, submissions for ar the architectural showcase are now open. Um, you can find information about that at athleticbusiness.com. Uh, the submission process is a little bit um, smoother uh, than it has been in years past. We've, we've gone 100% digital. Uh, so, uh, you know, longtime um, followers of the, of the magazine and, and folks who've submitted projects to us in, in the past know that you know prior um in prior years we've required um printed submissions to be you know bound up and sent to us in a, in a binder um the pandemic i think has kind of affected our our processes a little bit uh, as well and so we've gone ahead and streamlined that and, and gone to a digital only submission process so hopefully that'll make it a little bit easier on folks to gather their materials and and get those into us um and yeah those uh the submissions are open so if you've got a great facility project, uh, go ahead and get them in. We're, we're excited to feature those in the uh, architectural showcase coming up in June. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, I hope that makes it easier for everybody to submit this year. Uh, not having to send in those binders is hopefully uh, makes the process a little bit easier. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, one, one final housekeeping note is that, um, you know, Andy and I and uh, Paul Steinbach and the rest of our editorial and production teams are um, you know, hard at work at on the uh, annual edition of the Buyer's Guide. Um, you know, that'll be uh, the next uh, issue of the of the magazine that gets shipped out to folks in the in their mailboxes. Um, again, you know, like that's just uh, kind of an encyclopedia of anything that you might need for for your facility. Uh, all sorts of good information in there. Um, so be on the lookout for that uh, coming your way in March. Yep. And I guess uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. That's right. Uh, and until then, uh, take it easy.